Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is the Burgundy and Gold today. McLaurin in stride for the first down. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. As we attack the 2 o'clock hour here on the Team 980, it is the Burgundy and Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham, Matthew E. getting it done. We are honored and privileged to bring on a guy that can answer most of the questions that you put forth this afternoon. He's one of the best ever to put his hand in the dirt. 7-1, Charles Mann, actor, singer, entertainer, and philanthropist. I like it. Hey, the dude, Chuck, I was was online, and I saw you being like a neighbor. It was so smooth. Your acting career is seamless, and I can't wait to make my first appearance at the Oscar. When you're nominated, I promise you, my friend, I will be there, as will Jack. I I appreciate that, Doc. Coming from you, you know, L.A. guy, you know, I appreciate that. Absolutely. (laughs) I I need need your help. Don't put that kind of pressure on me. Don't put that kind of pressure on me. I can solve all these issues. I, I, I think I have some ideas, and I've been watching this mess for quite some time so uh it's what's frustrating though doc bring it they have talent they have talent and and it's uh, it's like it's unutilized it's underutilized it's not put in the right position to succeed it doesn't seem like um uh, i mean if we go to the offense let me just go to the offense we're giving up 17 sacks in four games, you, you got to get the ball out quicker, and you've got to have some play action, and the play action has to be believable. So you've got to run the ball with some intensity, you know, uh, in order to get that to work. But and then you flip it over to the other side, and and your star, you know, your ends aren't getting any any pressure. Um, Why? And you're getting it. You're getting. Uh, well, we got a guy. Uh, he's got your height. He's got your length. Yeah. He made your yeah. money, and I'm just asking, Dude, but he's not getting close what? to your results. Yeah, well, um, well, I, you know, I'm seeing it uh, firsthand, and, and what I can say is I just feel like what I'm seeing right now, guys are not playing together. Um, the interior seems to be getting pressure. And they're getting to movement. Uh, they're beating people one on one. But, but you know, against us, 
you can have a three-man rush or a four-man rush, and you seem to beat our, our tackles and guards. But you flip it over on the other side, uh, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen are getting pressure, and they're putting heat up the front, up the middle, but there doesn't seem to be any outside pressure. Uh, and I'm not sure why. Um, look, I went through droughts. I, you know, I would play three or four games and maybe have a, a half a sack or something. But at the end of the day, if you if you work real hard, you eventually get your numbers, and you you know you get what you're supposed to get. But my other concern is we're not turning the ball over. We're not getting any turnovers. We're we're negative six. In the turnover ratio, you never win like that. You got to win on the turnover ratio, so you're not either getting enough hats to the ball and 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 causing the ball to come out. You're not doing strip drill. You're not you know you're not doing the things. Then when we get a turnover, you know, like an interception, we have got our hands all over the receivers. So, um, <laughs> what what more do you want me to say? <laughs> it's a mess. It's uh, a mess. Charles Mann is with us here uh, via the BetQL guest hotline here on Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson here on the Team 980. All right, so Charles, you you mentioned like like the rest of us, you're mystified by this, but let me just ask you, in, in your opinion, uh, be, the fact that these guys aren't getting home, in particular Montez Sweat. I mean, he, he's he's a starter. He's a guy a few years ago looked like he was really on the rise, but he is just not getting the results right now. Doc's talked about it a ton. It looks like he's given effort. That's not the problem. Is it the scheme? Is it the way he's being coached? I mean, or is this no, just flat out on the individual uh, that you got to get home and make these plays? Well, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to make this just about Montez Sweat. I wish that would be the only reason why we're losing um, uh, because of Montez Sweat, but it's not. Um, but it's a collective thing. And I, I believe, you know, when, when I would have trouble and I would struggle, uh, and when the team would struggle, Joe Gibbs would just go back to basics. Mm-hmm. He'd go back to blocking and tackling. We would go back to all the stuff that got us there. We'd do, we're almost being training camp again, you know, doing all the stuff, tackling, you know, with your, you know, getting your head in the right angle and doing all that kind of stuff. So for Montez, you know, going with this little drought, and, and I think Chase Young went through this last year. Um, you know, you have high expectations, you're, you know, you got a lot of pressure on you to be the star and for whatever reason, you know, you, you hit those little droughts and they happen, believe me. So I, I, I understand that, but I think you got to go back to basics. You got to look at that film. I don't know if he's looking at the film one-on-one. I don't know if he's staying afterwards looking at stuff. I don't know if he's going out on the field. Uh, getting with an offensive lineman and say, hey, work with me here. I want to work on what are you seeing, you know, um, uh, and asking his teammates, what are they seeing? What are you seeing from me? Are they doing – I don't know what their practices look like, Doc. I haven't been on the field in years, mm-hmm. at, uh, even at a practice. But, you know, we did the spear drill during the week. Remember the spear drill, Doc? No, they don't do any of that. They, they work hard. They don't do that? They don't thud. Their thud is not our thud. Nobody goes to the ground. There's no wars. I mean, he he hates, and and I agree with him. You don't want the fisticus, but even your you guys played the run as much as you and Dexter and Tony McGee and Sweet P and all them guys. Dave Butts, World Grant would talk about sacks. You guys also took great 
pride in gap control and stopping the run. Now, Doc, now you now you didn't struck a nerve because <laughs> uh, let me just say this, uh, and and this, I used to take a lot of grief from Dexter, and uh, you know because because he said they pay him to make sacks, not to not to stop the run, even though Dexter was good at the run as well, but he didn't concentrate on that. Doc, do you know in eleven seasons with the Redskins, I had seven hundred and ninety six tackles. 796. Now, Ryan Kerrigan just, you know, went past Dexter and I a couple of years ago before he left right. the team. And, and uh, you know, with his 93 or four uh, sacks or whatever. But, you know, he, he only, in, in those 11 seasons with the team, he only had 400 tackles. You know, um, I had 796 in my 11 seasons. How do you almost double somebody? Because there's no emphasis on the run, and run is not, you know, that's not sexy. You know, I'm, I got beat up a lot, you know, because I was in there in the in the in the throes of the thing. Yeah, I think you need to do that one more back. time, Charles, because I think that went past a lot of people. Jack, you agree with me? I, I think we've lost. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think you got to do that one more time, big fella, because see, we only okay. harp on sacks. Yeah, so we get you paid. And, now. and World Grant almost had three hundred tackles in three seasons. He had a hundred yeah, twice crazy. in ninety-seven, and it's it, from a defensive tackle. So I want the whole world now, which is a DMV, to listen to what yeah, Charles yeah. is saying. This is how you win championships. Hit it, Chuck. Yeah, and and you don't you don't give up the outside. If somebody got around the outside, a quarterback scrambling and runs or a, or a running back. I remember the Giants used to run with that little bitty – what was that joker's name? Morris. <laughs> little bitty – oh, my God, Jamie Morris. He used to hit that corner, and if you ran on my side, man, I, first of all, I got the look by Torgy Torgerson, and then I got the screaming and yelling by him. But, but I would get on my own self. I didn't give up the, the corner. The corner was mine. We didn't get around that end. And and sometimes it would be Mel Kaufman. You know, we had different, you know, okay, I'm going Mel inside now. Mel Kaufman's got the outside. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't give up that edge. They give up the edge so easily now because it's not it, – I mean, that was my side. You didn't run over there. You didn't. I mean, and I don't know if they're passionate about that right now because that's not sexy. But 796 tackles, I, I tell you, in, everybody in the Hall of Fame right now, as an end, has nowhere near that other than Bruce Smith. Mm. And, and so my point is, it's important. You want to shut that side down. And if you're not getting the sacks, make the tackles. Um, I don't know what his numbers are, but it looks like he has six solo tackles. Uh, Deron Payne has six solo tackles, and Jonathan Allen has ten. They're only showing the solos, so I don't know if they uh, aren't counting the other tackles. But, I mean, get on the play. Get in the throws of it. Don't be standing around the tackle. Jump in there. Yeah, I think Richie Pettibone never gets what I think he deserved in our market. Our defense doesn't get its acclaim based on the offenses that it had to deal with during that era for championship caliber organization. I mean, Montana was Montana. I mean, 
It's not like nobody. Yeah. I mean, you look at my jaws. You you couldn't find a weak quarterback. So you're talking about guys that were elite quarterbacks. I remember going up against Mouse Davis with Detroit. Wherever had an angle, you guys solved it. Running shoot. Yeah. It didn't so, matter. Mike, all of these gadgets, you guys solved yeah. it. Why do we seem and to have such we problems? Solved it, and sometimes we solved it at halftime, Doc. I remember playing in a Super Bowl against the Buffalo Bills in Minnesota, and the red gun offense, you know, the no huddle offense and shotgun and all that, and they were supposed to be so difficult. And at halftime, we made a we uh, we went in at halftime, and, and Richie Pettibone came out with a play or, or a defensive scheme that we had in the books, but we hadn't run. And he pulled that out in the very first series of the second half. He set it up so that Kurt DeVeo would get a sack. I mean, get an interception. I mean, we set that play up at halftime in the locker room. We said, "Oh, by the way, we're going to run this." And we said, "Well, we haven't run that." I remember seeing it in the playbook. He said, "Well, we haven't run that." Well, you know what it was? It was a twenty-five defense, a twenty-five, basically, Doc, two defensive linemen, me and Jumpy Gathers, and five linebackers and the rest defensive backs. And we came out with that at halftime and then came back and Kurt DeVay gets an uh, interception and, you know, we go on dominating. But my point with all, saying all that, let me make one more point real yes. quick on the offense. And, the, and this is maybe you all have beat this up already or talked about this, but if I have a quarterback that's getting sacked, if I have an offensive line that can't seem to hold up, I'm going to, like I said earlier, I'm going to do a lot of play action. If I'm going to throw the ball, I'm going to do a lot of play action. But I'm certainly not going to have Carson Wentz hold the ball more than three seconds. You know, the West Coast offense is a great offense. You just dink and dunk your way down the field. But we don't, we seem to hold the ball so that he, I mean, you know, Mark Griffin was sat nine times in 1991. These guys have been sacked 17 times in four games. Yeah, we know. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what do you think? What do you say? Uh, uh, no, you're right. I mean, it's it's frustrating. Um, and then, you know, look, this pattern has followed Carson. Like all the sacks aren't on the offensive line, obviously, but you know, he is who he is at this point. So you got to kind of coach around him, right? I mean, don't you have to scheme around that? Like you said, just emphasize the shorter plays for the time being until yes, the offensive yes. line gets their act together, which you hope happens at some point. Yeah, but you know, Carson Wentz can throw the ball down the field. He can make touchdowns. We can we can score twenty points or twenty one points in a quarter. I mean, we've shown he can do that. But why do we start so slow? You know what I would do at the beginning of the game, man? I would call everybody over if I was a head coach. I, before the national anthem or after the national anthem or when I first got out there, I would rip into every single one of those guys. Like, I mean, I would rip into them like they, they did something bad before the game. Because <laughs> it seems like, it seems like it, they, they start off almost in a sleep state. <laughs> and then they kind of wake up as the game goes on. But by that time, you spotted somebody a few points, and it's hard to come back. So yeah, but, but, who, now, but how do we fix it? I mean, you've analyzed this brilliantly, and so we're looking at this and we're going, okay, we get it. All right, Charles, we're bringing you on now as a consultant. I'm going to do something that's really odd and okay. will probably okay. never happen. 
that is somebody <laughs> that's actually been through this program, actually be hired yeah, yeah. to actually assist yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, from a no, in a from a football standpoint, I don't mean marketing. I mean yeah, football. I got, you. I got you. Yeah. No, we're not talking about appearance. First, doc. Yeah. You Let's know go. what I would do first? I'm dying to hear it. I, 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 wanna, I want to see who's going to – I mean, look, uh, Art Monk and Jerry Rice, two different players did the same thing. Did the same thing. Doc, uh, you know Art Monk was at George Mason University that, every yeah, day when right. we didn't have cell phones. Every day at 9 a.m. in the morning, whether you want to work out with him or not, yeah. you just show up. You didn't have to call him to text him. We didn't have those. Right. So you just show up, and he's going to be there. Well, Jerry Rice, I played with my final year. Yeah. I would be leaving the facility. It would be getting dark. I'm leaving the facility. Jerry Rice is still running around the, the a whole stadium, the whole field. Hmm. He was doing cardio. He was just He would run – his slant and go to the end zone. He would run his 10-yard slant, catch the ball, and then run to the end zone 60 yards, and then come jogging back, toss the ball in, and get, and do the play again. Every time he would turn and run to the end zone. Well, guess what? When he got in the game, he turned and ran to the end zone. It was, it was a habit that he created. So what I would first do is I, we're going to put on some pads, and we're going to have to start getting after it a little bit. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to go back to old school. We're going to we gonna have to thump some heads. People are going to get injured. There are going to be some bruises and stuff. But we're going to start getting physical during the week a little bit because we don't get physical on the weekends. Well, even in camp, can you imagine having a camp and not tackling a back, bringing no, nobody down to the ground? That. And then I, then I wouldn't tackle in the game. And no scrimmage. Because it's all habit. Yeah, and, and I think the important part of this – and Jack, and hope um, I got bad news. Uh, Matt is no longer with us. Anthony's here, so we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to make some adjustments for now how we handle our business. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Um, but uh, I, I I love Anthony. I, I just give him a bad time because he looks so young and innocent, and so I have to take advantage of that. <laughs> I, I think it's important that our listeners and we had a whole bank. We the place was packed that they understand Charles Mann just told you about two Hall of Famer wide receivers. Not guards or ends or linebackers or fullbacks. Wideouts who were working like they were on lockdown. Lifestyle. Champions. You played with the Niners and the Skins. And at the time, those two were two of the on the Mount Rushmore of elite football programs at that time. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I don't think anybody could disagree. Uh, and and the one year I played with the 49ers, we won the Super Bowl as well. But but, but my point was <laughs> yeah, there's Jack, something about Jack, you know, you casually threw that in. I had to throw that in there. Why not? <laughs> but let me say this. We, we both, I mean, I saw, I got to watch two superstar Hall of Famers, and the things they did the same was was their work ethic. So what are you doing when no one's watching? There you go. How are you responding when no one's watching? Are you doing the extra? Everybody can do the basic. Are you doing the extra? Are you still excited about the game? This is a game that we all wanted to play as kids, and now you're a grown man and you get to play it. 
Are you going home early? Are you watching the film? What are you doing extra for yourself? Are you getting a second weight workout in during the season? Oh, come on. Uh, you know, I would go in there and get in the gym, and I was, you know, hey, Doc, I'm working out right now, too. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself right now. Bro. Oh, really? Oh, we can't, can't wait, wait to see I, I can't wait for you. I can't wait for you to see me. Are you wearing a large <laughs> or an extra large shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> But but there's but there's something about the extra effort. If you're giving me the extra effort during the week, I guarantee you it shows up on the game. If I didn't, I'm telling you the spear drill. I hated it. I would take I would take Advil before the before the practice. Yeah. And then I'd go in there and clash mm-hmm. helmets with these offensive linemen. But you know what? I was doing it wrong, Doc. Because your hands should get there first. Mm-hmm. If your hands get to the offensive lineman first, then your head barely touches them on the spear drill. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn that through hard knocks. Eventually, I started throwing my hands and bench pressing the guy off me. But you can't. You can't. If I didn't practice that way, I would have been a horrible player. So I don't know how I could uh, function in this in the scheme now where you're not. Where you're just basically, I got it. Oh, I got you. I got. I made that tackle. No, I don't. It sounds like that's what you're saying. They're doing. No, that's what they're saying. And, and that's one thing that I and I've said this to other people privately. We had, you know, when you're on good teams, there's always guys that go. I thought that guy would have been in coaching. I thought that guy would have been mm-hmm. in management. Like mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. Charles Mann would have been in pro football. You know, I really mm-hmm. thought that, you know, Daryl Green would have been in pro football. Yeah, uh, Rollo yeah. McKenzie, who was in pro football, but it's just certain it's not for everybody because the hours yeah, are, are yeah. unimaginable. Everybody thinks it's yeah. glamorous. I don't think there's anything glamorous about coaching. It's one of the hardest <laughs> things you can ever do, but you got to have the skill set for it. And when I look around the league and I see other players and I see guys that have moved on, and I've always wondered, as open as they've been and as many people, have you ever been offered, has anybody from this organization ever offered for your input, ever offered to know what was on your mind since you've been with two world-class organizations and you played the highest level? Not just one, I'm just asking the question that a lot of our listeners would that's really a, like to know. That's a great question. That's a great question, Doc. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, look, I'm a serial uh, entrepreneur. Yes. I have Charles Mint Enterprises, yeah. my company that I've had since 2013. Mm-hmm. Before that, I had a company with Art Monk. Yeah. Uh, we sold that. That company is still around in Leesburg. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm an entrepreneur, but I only didn't play, I mean, coach professional football or didn't pursue it because I just knew that I wanted to do some other things and I didn't want to be tied down. I, you know, just like you with your sons, mm-hmm. I made every uh, practice. Oh, I mean, yeah. everything I wanted to go to. I went to piano recitals. I went to soccer games. Yeah. I went to away games. Yeah. I traveled with my kids. Yeah. So my kids could never say daddy wasn't there because I was right. there. No, I saw and that. that's why I didn't do coaching. That's yeah. why I didn't do coaching. Mm-hmm. Would I do coaching now? Would I consider it now? I'm probably too old, but yeah, I would because I don't have those constraints holding me back now, but no, I've never been asked. And, um, you know, I, you know, it's all good. Yeah, no, I understand. I hey, Jack, I tell you that I'm going through, I'm online and I saw these clips, you know, Charles is now 
He's been an accomplished broadcaster, player, but now actor. And I saw – let me tell you what. You know we'd be killing him if it was terrible. Chuck was really good. He convinced me that he was a neighbor. You know, he's out to get in the paper. Jack, I, I fell apart. I was crying. It was really good. So tell us about – Let me just let me tell you. It's called okay. Turf Valley. Turf it's Valley, a, okay. It's a – it's a web series that we're trying to get another season. That okay. was season one. They're only about eight minutes long. That's okay. But there's about seven of them. And uh, Ricky Irvins and my son Cameron and I were mm-hmm. elementary school librarians. <laughs> well, Ricky, look, like he could still be in into- school. He could be in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, uh, we did this thing. It was filmed right in Elegant City, Maryland. Uh, it's, and I only did it for my son. I really want to see Cameron. Cameron wants to be in the t- movie, TV, film business. Mm-hmm. And I only did it to support him. And I got the part. And next thing you know, then they hired me as an ex- executive producer. And I'm, you know, trying to help them and move the thing along. And we're trying to get a second season. And I'm actually working with real actors, you know, that know what they're doing and, and take pride in it. It's, it was fun. It was fun. So it's on YouTube. You can pull the clip up. It's called Turf Valley. Turf it's, Valley. Okay, uh, I'm going to put this out there. Turf Valley. Turf Valley, yes. Okay. And what, what the deal is is the two directors um, are real movie guys. They, they were just watching during the pandemic how fathers were bringing their kids to the bus stop. And how fathers, unlike mothers, when the when the bus leaves and the kids are gone, the fathers would still hang out there and talk and do stuff. And 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 so I came into the community and they looked at me and uh, assumed that I played something and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. That's that was the one episode. So I like it. We'll anyway, take the premise. I love we'll, it. We'll pull pull that up. And now that you're actually watching games. Uh, Charles is yes. such an entrepreneur. I've called in the past, and oh, I missed that one. You know, he was uh, reading a reading <laughs> I a book. To or, it now okay. I will listen to it. No, no, no. I doc. I I get every game. I, I sometimes I'm sitting in front of my TV, but okay. yesterday I was at uh, Dave and Buster's doing an appearance in mm-hmm. Silver Springs. I was. Is the that the one where you I actually think. watch the game with some people who could come there and get your opinion on it? No, I didn't do that. That okay. I would, I would like the like the Manning brothers. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah. do that. Okay. No, I was actually at there with with a bunch of people watching on the big screen. Okay, good. David good. Buster's brother. Yeah, and then on the way home, I was I had to listen to it on the radio, so I was all into. It. And then I got home, and then I pulled it back up. And my wife said, "Why? Are you, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know they're losing." I said, "Well, I gotta watch." You know, yeah, well, we, we're glad you did, and we're going <laughs> to lean on you a little bit more, Charles. We appreciate I'm, it. I'm here for you, Thanks, man. Charles. I, I, you know what? Let, let, me, let, me, let me say this one little quick. I'm sorry. I know you got to go to break. I just want to say that I did get uh, a call from the team about possibly coming over talking to the line uh, a couple of weeks ago. It hasn't happened, but they did. Really? Call me. Good. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I told, Jack, I told him to tell Jack Del Rio to call me. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I love it because World Grant, you guys, Golston, Dexter, you guys have so much yeah. to lend to it and give to it. And um, Anthony's mad at me now. Got to go to break. Love you, brother. Thank yeah, you so to much. Break. Go to break. I'm sorry. Okay, no, break. no, good deal. Appreciate good deal. having me on. Thanks. Yeah, we come back. Okay. We'll have Jackson wrap that whole thing up and, 
and uh, and break it down for us right here. This is Burgundy and Gold today. Team 980. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Redskins are the world champions. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. <laughs> Think that this is acceptable because Al, he know how to get to me. He know he, as long as he play people in my era and not these young millennials, then we can be okay. He's got your eight track player, yeah, man. My He's got it man, down now. Eight track and my Volkswagen. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say, man. You couldn't do nothing with that. So what about Charles? You know what? In, you love dudes. They're better than advertised. They give well, you more than you can even. It's like going to Smorgasbord, and they give you carry out. Well, he does everything, which yeah. is, you know, you laid it out. I mean, he's an actor. He's, you know, been on TVs of the sports yeah. thing. I mean, he's done it all, so uh, including winning championships. And he's got a great perspective. I'm glad to hear the team is – Finally, reaching out to some oh, of these older nice. guys. Somebody tweeted us said, "Hey, we do have a guy on the staff, and Ryan Kerrigan. I literally just got on the staff. I get it, but I mean, overall, this has been 
has not been the place that's been the most friendly to their alumni over the years mm-hmm. in terms of hiring them, you mm-hmm. know, in key roles. They've had a few, but not not, not enough at, at a lot, compared to some other organizations. Well, I think it's important. They just think that we just say the same things over and over. Mm-hmm. You and I, because that's the era we – that's what we all, all – we did. We saw. Sure. Yeah. It worked. Why wouldn't you? B. Mitch, same thing. Right. You know, he's seen, you think he's an alien. No, he's really not. He's just telling you what worked, what works. And I got a chance – hey, I forgot to tell you. I got a chance to sit in on B. Mitch and Finley. Wow. Today. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. I forgot to tell you. I got to go in, man, on the A-team side of the building and uh, actually be brought on. Their phones work over there? Everything worked. Um, Walker's got a cast on his hand. Apparently slammed his his hand in his door. I thought you'd get in a fight, you could jump. No, he slammed himself his hand in the door. It's not funny. And he's got a cast on. And Landfill, he did what we're expecting you to do, and that's what we talked about today, B. Mitch and I that Landfill is now in the bold and bald organization. He shaved his head. Shaved his head. Wow. Yeah. And I said today on the I'm air, not doing that. 106.7, the fan, I said, Jack's is next. No way. Jack no. is next. And no, Mitch, no. I need to, do I need to say what he said afterwards? No, I, I already know what he said. I don't have to hear it, but it's fine. Um, no, I no that that's not happening. I mean, I'm going to hang on as long uh, as I can. It's not happening now. No, not, I'm going to hang on yeah. as long as I can. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to make the decision today. Yeah, I, I mean, I've gone over this before, but I it just you got to have a special type of head to do it. It's no, it's, it's would not look good on me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I can just okay. tell you that don't, right now. Don't don't make. Are you a little surprised? I did hear. I know people have been wondering where is Sabah? Sabah had a patient. Uh, she was. She's got a job, to before folks. the 1 o'clock. Yeah, she works for a living. Yeah, that's fine. She I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You lives. don't have to call yeah, every day. Yeah, save lives. But yeah. we do have Steve, who's been highly patient. Good for him. We appreciate that. And uh, well, let's make a correction on that. Okay. Let's go to Brian. Brian, who's been very, very patient. Thank you for waiting. Hey, Doc. How you doing? Hey, Brian. We're doing pretty good. Charles lifted He lifted our spirits. Oh, that's good. That's good. At least someone did. Mm-hmm. At least someone did. Hey, I, my question was, if the home team had asked have, have asked you to be a counselor or a coach, would you take that position? And if you did, let's say they did bring you in as a coach, who would you have as your offensive and defensive coordinator? Well, that's too many fantasy items for me. <laughs> I don't play make-believe. Because it would never happen. Because this this owner only hires trophy like he's like a trophy collector. And so he would have never hired Joe Gibbs because Joe Gibbs wasn't famous. Joe Gibbs was offensive line coach with the San Diego Chargers. He'd have never hired him. Right. He would have known about him. See, it's one thing if you're only looking for glamour spots or you know, picking players and picking people you got to really be solvent in what you do, know what you're looking for, and have a concept. They have no concept because they've never done it. If, 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 this, if this were make-believe or an avatar world and I went in, the first thing I want to do, there's been 32 people that have built programs, been general managers like Bobby Bethard. I'm trying to find out 
just as they got into these young coaches that we had on our staff, five of which have teams now, we kept none of them. You got to learn the personnel world. Who's really balling out when it comes to football IQ, behind the scenes stuff? You heard Bill Polian. When's the last time you heard people talked about like Bill Polian was discussed for so many years? Who is it now, Jack? What executive do you hear his name being thrown around a lot now? Who? <sighs> Not at Bill Polian's level. That's I mean, my point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my point. Yeah. So I'm saying you got to go find that kind of person. Right. This is not about the most famous person that you got or your kid knows. Not about that. You got to go down and get people that understand how to build companies, how to build a football team as a foundation. We've re- you know how many times we've redone the park? Do you know how many things they've added that they <laughs> didn't add from day one? Right. This has never been set up functionally. You've been playing catch-up the whole time. The stadium, it wasn't Dan's fault. Jack rushed it. It was a piece of crap. So you're constantly having to go put money into rebuilding. The facility, it's a new facility. Just constantly adding things that should have been implemented day one. But who was going to tell them? The blind leading the blind. If a guy got a job in this organization because he slept in a parking lot and came to meet the owner and he got the job? Come on, man. Now, you don't want to go that way with me. It's not even funny anymore because there's too many people at stake. You know, the people here that care, season ticket holder, we had a unique community. You know, it's like being frat boy. It's like being with the Buffalo, the Mafia. You know how cool their fan base is? You know how they party, they travel, steal a nation, Packer head, cheese heads? We had that. We were among the elite when it came to the fan base. And it's been poisoned. It's been we this thing has damn near been taken completely away from us. And I'm like saying like Lee Corso, not so fast. <laughs> not so fast. We're not going to just take this and turn the other cheek. I'm not quitting. Because, see, they don't give a damn. Quit. What do they care? But if you stay strong in this and help these kids, support these kids, then maybe they can get this done despite them. And that would make me happy. Gotcha. Appreciate your phone call. Jack, there's no other way to take it. I mean, we've had there's too many good moments. I mean, you know, you you got kids they've never seen them win. I got kids no. damn near 35, they've never seen them win. People hanging in. Look what they did to Sheehan. This kid was the most enthusiastic supporter on earth. And they've soured him now. Like buttermilk. And and you know, you may never get that back. Somebody's got to be the Lions fan base. Somebody. I never thought in a million years it'd be us. So you mess around. Some people think it's funny. A Cowboy fans, Derek Davis, he's he, 50 techs already. Oh. You know, I go, dude, really? You beat us. Okay? That's okay. We'll get the last laugh again. Because they got a kid in there that makes their offense work. They are really, really, really on the verge of something. They'll mess it up because they'll stick Dak back in there. 
so they can get more commercials and go in, and they'll be throwing and turning the ball over and end up again crying in the milk because they don't get it either. But you know they don't get it, and they're rich, and they don't have to get it because they got all the eyes of the whole country mesmerized. They make money. They run a big-time operation. We can't run nickels together. I uh, got some updates from the commanders, by the way, on oh, uh, Jahan Dotson, Brian Robinson, Chase Young. Uh-oh, uh-oh. we got to get those uh-oh. to you before we get wait. out of here. Uh, I think Haney's telling me I need to shut up and take a timeout, so I'll do that. We'll come okay. back, uh, tell you what's going on with those players, who's hurt, who's doing better, who's maybe coming back soon. Uh, as we continue in his burgundy gold today, Doc Walker, Scott Jackson here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. This is the burgundy and gold today. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. You okay with this? Oh, yeah, he knows that. That boy knows what to do, man. He just, he knows what I like, man. He's, a, he's on uh, a roll, isn't he? Well, he knows. He's on a roll. Yeah, he is. Well, Hoffman, Hoffman's coming up, man. Hoffman's got his game face on today. You know, I read Craig every day he comes in, and I can read his moods. You can tell today. And he ain't playing today. Uh, how could you? He's not um, happy. He ain't happy. Well, you know. Who is? Who is happy? Hoffman couldn't. He's not happy. And right. why would he be? I mean, we just walked into this. You know, you go in this three-hour challenge, and you're going, what in the hell are you going to do to try to explain this? You got an angry mob. You're trying to keep them from burning down the building? Yeah. I mean, seriously, people are hostile. Yeah. And they're angry. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You know, but I I just don't want them to throw in the towel. All right. You want some updates? I'm waiting for you. Uh, Jahan Dotson, uh, his injury could keep him out a couple weeks uh, for the hamstring. Okay. Kind of waiting and see there. Um, Scary, but that's why we drafted the other kid from Carolina. No Chase Young. um, 20-day window yet. Uh, although he is making progress, but they're not starting the window. They have started They have started the 21 days for Brian Robinson, and there's a chance he could play Sunday. Yeah, based on his – the way he was moving around in practice, I said I could see that one. Be yeah, run. you could see that. Um, also, maybe not as big of a sexy news piece, but it is important considering the offensive line. Tyler Lawson has been activated, will also be activated uh, to the yeah, active roster say, as well. You ain't said nothing about the big people yet. There you okay. go. All right. I got your big people up there. There. Big people news. Yeah, that's Just... the big people news, and that's that is, I believe it. Oh, some, sorry, Sadiq Charles. <clears throat> no surprise is your starting no. right guard. Is your starting right guard moving forward? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say injured. No, 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 no. He's he starting right not. guard. Uh, okay. Trey Turner. They admitted was not quite ready to play when the season started. Oh, really? Yeah. D- yeah. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't notice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Captain it says obvious. a lot, though. They, don't forget, Sadiq might have been – they might have been hiding an injury. Yeah. So you never know. But I think, you know, Sadiq, man, it's time. It's time. Yeah, it is time, God, right? God, God gave you that body. Three years in. It looks like yeah. Zeus. And I'm going, it's time to go out now and make people pay for that. Right. And uh, he's honorary. Uh, just checking out the game again. He'll get better with reps. He's lunging a little bit. Don't want that. I'd rather see you passive than lunge because overly aggressive, you hit nobody. Yeah, It's a perfect no-hitter. You can come off it and be docile and get in somebody's way, and it's the same effect. As long as your guy doesn't make the play, 
you don't have to steamroll him like you Mark May or, you know, Joe Jacoby. Just get in his way. But the perfect no-hitter, <laughs> that yeah. kills quarterbacks. I mean, he played 63 of the 74 snaps. So after 11 plays, they had seen enough of Turner mm-hmm. and uh, went to him. I mean, you know, look, he needs to play. I mean, I think we all agree on that. He needs to play. Um, he needs experience. Mm-hmm. They need to be younger at that position. Uh, in general, in the line in general. So, um, you know. Yeah, and Luke, and then the tackles, and you called it earlier, look for both the former Chicago Bears to be in this lineup. In other words, I think we have to now figure out realignment. Yeah, best we, five. Yeah, we got to get five. the best five on the field and then hope to God that Chris Paul, I think he can be a good swing guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain I can pinpoint the tackle. Which I know is what they're hesitant about, um, but at this point, then we got to start. Remember those buses used to roll over there when we were yeah. doing our shows. Yeah, every Monday, they'd be bringing over people to do what? Take a look at them. Let's find out. Let's find out. We got to get know. back out there and get some people that are hungry, because clearly we got too many rich people on our team. <laughs> See, I'm gonna tell you that right now. We got too many people that are satisfied with their bank accounts. I need some people hungry. And you got to get them. They got. They got to be out of work. And I'm calling flowers. Eat your pride. He needs to eat his pride. You know. And let's make a deal. See, if you had, a, if you had an active owner, a football centric owner, he'd be saying, to, "I'd call up. I'd call up Ron. Hey, Ron. You know, I got your back a hundred percent. But right now, it's either you or him. <laughs> what do you think?" Yeah. Oh, hey, okay, boss. I'm going to get him. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not messing around, man. Because you may not make it to another offseason. See, I think there's a prevailing thought that, oh, well, no matter what happens this year, we'll get to no, 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 no. No. Don't think that way. No, you can't think that way. We cannot go through this again. No, I ain't having that. Apparently, um, during the presser, asked about urgency, uh, the head coach had a long answer where he dropped the F-bomb, um, saying also an S-word as well. Um, S, this organization is five championships. You effing kidding me? Um, if he understands why fans would be upset at the current state of the team. so Yeah, right. well, that's cool. But, that's you good. know, again, I don't get into press conferences. I yeah. get into scoreboards. It's actually a Zoom call press conference. Oh, too, Zoom! Oh, fascinating. Man. Yeah. You know, um, uh, large and in charge, Linnell <laughs> swore he was going to be on the conference call this morning. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, Anthony. Well, Anthony was at work, so he don't know. I didn't hear about it. Linnell was acting like he was going to be like he was going to just dominate the Zoom call mm. this morning. Like he was going to say, "Boy." We'll have to go back and rewatch it because it's going on right now. I think it's still going. I'll yeah, check well, it out. Linnell, yeah, well, Linnell, he may be Big L may be there. Yeah. See, Jack, he don't want to here, – here's the deal. All that tough talk on Mondays, no, baby, I need that tough talk on Friday. <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah, And not us. Yeah. We don't play. You can't no, we don't play. We don't make personnel decisions. No. And you yeah. know what I'm worried about? Yeah. He going to mess around, and he going to say something to our dear friend. Uh. <laughs> and it's going to be terrible for him. <laughs> See what I mean? He going to mess around. I noticed how it looks like he bullies these these yeah. uh, these more these normal looking media people. Right, right. right. Uh huh. Keep it up. Yeah, because you know our friend 
he is he's real close to going off. Well, listen, um, I I hope this um, this uh, blue going blue Ron uh, act. I hope this is what carries over into Wednesday's practice and Thursday and Friday's prep. I mean, you know. Oh, you mean the tough talk? Yeah, the tough talk. I yeah. hope that you know that that's what I you know. Yeah, that's good. Just uh, you know, we've heard that he's ter- you know peeled some pain at half times in the past, but maybe you ought to do it the week leading up to the game. Well, no, no, that is Ron. Ron ain't acting; he ain't fronting. Right, right. No, but I'm just saying yeah. maybe need more of that because it seems like again, you know, these slow starts can't get out of the blocks. Too I late mean, for that. We're already in that. Yeah, right. Already right. in that. And and again, I say cautious because of his health. Hey, mm-hmm. man, don't let these people take you out over this. Right. Go and do you because you don't play. This has got to be the fellas. How come the fellas ain't peeling paint off something? See, right. John, they got leadership. But they need to – if there was ever a team that needs a team-only meeting, it is this year's version of the Washington Commanders. And I ain't heard about none of that yet. That's what they need. Mm-hmm. If you want the old pro's advice, they need to get together because it's their team – Jack and Ron and them, they clipping coupons no matter what. They don't that this ain't gonna affect them. Okay? They made it. They made a way. They they set. Yeah. They they got generations getting set. This ain't gonna phase them. But a lot of these kids out there now, this might be your only shot yeah. at making a fortune. And you need to claim this as your team and then do something about it. Because this talk is cheap. You know, and the way you lose is embarrassing. I can understand the last second field goal, you lose. You getting a mud hole stomped in your behind early on. This is embarrassing. No doubt. Hey, uh, thanks to some of our guests. Of course, Charles Mann, great to have on the great number 71. Kevin Bolliard from CBS Sports and uh, also from uh, 24-7 Sports to join us as well. Thanks to Matt Essig for getting us started. Of course, Anthony Haney, the closer. The closer, Doc Anthony Hayes. He did a good job today, man. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell him though. He was on point. All right, talking to somebody in there right now. I'll be back with you on Thursday. Lanell in the house tomorrow. You promise? I promise. I'll be back Thursday. Okay, good deal. As far as I know. All right. Hoffman Show coming up next for Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. Thanks for joining us here on Burgundy and Gold today. Hopefully, the sun will be shining next time we're on the air. See you then. We are out of Come back, get back, that's the part of success. If you believe in the S, you'll be relieving your stress. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.